From Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. He spent nearly a month at Upstate University Hospital, much of that time on a ventilator, battling COVID-19 and worrying that he would not survive. But Travis Duffy did survive, and he's got quite a story to tell. Travis Duffy is a farmer from Canastota, and I'm talking with him by phone. Welcome to HealthLink on Air, Mr. Duffy. Hello, how are you? Well, first of all, what type of farming do you do? Um, we actually raise heifers for a large farm down in Cassville. And we also do, we have a crop division. Um, so we also have a crop operation where we go around and do custom work for other farms. Well, I know you're back to work. Yeah, yeah I am back to work. I came back. So we, I was probably back to work two and a half, three weeks after I got home. So. Wow. Well, I'm interested to hear. Take us back. Uh, when did you learn that you were sick with COVID-19? How did you know that you had this virus? Um, the beginning of April, I don't remember the exact date. It was, I don't know, the 5th or 6th or something. Um, I just kept waking up in the middle of the night, had a hard time breathing and had a fever. And I'd ended up going to the hospital I think a day later, and they uh, checked me out, sent me back home. This was in Oneida, and the next night, same thing. I was, I felt decent during the day, and then still wasn't a hundred percent. I mean, I was having a hard time, just kind of, you know, kind of felt sick. I just little hesitant breathing, you know, throughout the day, and. Then at nighttime, when you really try to sleep, it was really bad. And I ended up um, ended up going to getting a test done for COVID. And that tested positive. And I went to Upstate, I believe, on the April 10th. April 10th or 11th. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, got, I took an ambulance ride there. Wow. And so luckily I went that day. So your you mainly your main symptom was difficulty breathing. Yeah, and then the the second night there, my fever was up to like a hundred and four, and I I had called a local nurse that lives right down the road from me, and I told her what was going on, and she she actually she actually told me the. Or you're going in the ambulance. She's like, you're not waiting. So uh, she made me go. And yeah, so it was, yeah, basically hard, you know, tough breathing. It was really tough. I I was really struggling and with the uh, breathing and just, you know, either the freezing or sweating, just the fever got so bad. I, I decided to, you know, end up going in. Had you heard about coronavirus before you started having these symptoms? I had, um, we did have a meeting here at the farm with all the employees and, um, you know, a lot of times for lunch, all the guys, you know, we might run down to the store and grab a sub or something. So we kind of put, we had a meeting here and I kind of told everybody to start bringing their lunches. I didn't want them to go into town. So we were taking some precautions here at the farm too. Just we're kind of, we're out of the, you know, we're out in the country, so we kind of really weren't too worried about it, but 
I guess, and really none of us know where it even came from. We're still, we don't know if somebody just showed up here and brought it or one of the other. I mean, we, we did have two other workers that tested positive after I tested because we had everybody tested after. Um, so we don't know if, like, one of them guys had it before me or if I ended up getting it and giving it to them. We, we just don't know. And but, but we were all really not going anywhere, so it was just kind of weird. And really at our meeting, with everything we deal with the farm, you know, we were all kind of like, ah, we're, we're not really too worried about it. We thought maybe we'd be immune to it, but I know it hit me pretty hard. The other two guys, not so much. They had, you know, they felt – kind of sick for a couple of days and then really they they didn't really have the symptoms like I did I don't know why I got hit so hard the way I why I did but I guess it treats everybody differently well have you ever been hospitalized before um I mean just little stuff like growing up you know nothing nothing in the past I mean just I mean, I've had asthma growing up, um, nothing terrible. I mean, literally, I mean, I I might use an inhaler a couple times a year. You know, it's nothing. It's not like a real bad asthma. So, I don't know. Other than that, I mean, fairly healthy. Other than that, I mean, I don't, you know, don't smoke, don't drink, and don't really do anything. You know, just, I don't know. I don't know really why it hit me the way it did. What can you tell us about the ride to the uh hospital that night what do you remember about it um I remember everything I mean we you know obviously I got in the ambulance and I was I mean I was scared you know but at the same time like I knew I was going to give it everything I got so I was I was kind of I did get on the phone and make some uh, plans for uh, financial plans there for my daughter who's eight her name's Aubrey, and then soon to be born Connor. There, I did, you know, try to set some things up over the phone, just with some really close friends and family there, just let them know what I wanted done and this and that. So, I mean, I was nervous in one way, but I also, I mean, I also, you know, I told the doctor, I I pretty much told the doctor I wasn't going anywhere, but it was. Uh, it was definitely a fight, that's for sure. This is Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, talking with Travis Duffy, who survived COVID-19 and is home after a lengthy stay at Upstate University Hospital. Now, tell us, um, your son was born while you were hospitalized. Is that right? Yeah, he was born on the 4th of May. Yep, and I didn't get out till the 7th. So, of course, I I wasn't there. Um, I think Kylie went in. I think she ended up going to the hospital on the 4th or on, or on the 1st, and then she didn't get out, didn't get released till I don't know, the 5th or something, 5th or 6th. I, I don't remember a whole lot of that. I do remember the nurses putting a big sign up, you know, just saying congratulations to your boy Connor and stuff like that. I don't remember. Remember, you know, I don't remember like a whole lot of that. I mean, little stuff like text messages. I'll go back through where Kylie was texting me and stuff, and like so I can kind of remember certain things. But I was still, 
I was still pretty much out of it for a little while during that time that she actually had the baby. Did I presume everything went well with the delivery and and the baby's okay and Kylie's okay now? Yeah, yep, everything went really well. Great. Yep, just it just kind of, you know, no no visitors even for for her, so it kind of you know you're in these hospitals all by yourself, so it's kind of just like with me. I mean, nobody can come in to see me, so it makes for definitely long long days for for me and the family for sure. What can you tell us about the treatment that you received at the hospital? I know you were on the ventilator for a while. Yeah, I um, I was on the ventilator a total of twenty one days. Um, I think around, I think around like the 14 day mark on the ventilator, I woke up. I remember waking up. Um, I actually, there was nurses sitting outside my window. I, all those rooms are glass windows and all that doors and they're, they're watching you pretty much 24 hours a day. And, um, I remember waking up and the nurse was knocking on the door and like, she was pointing to my family sent in and friends and they sent in a bunch of pictures and she was pointing to all the pictures. And so I gave her the thumbs up. I mean, obviously I can't, I couldn't talk, but so I, I was, I do remember waking up. Um, but as far as the nurses at upstate and how everything worked, I mean, by far the best place and treatment I've ever had. I mean, they were just phenomenal to work with, and um, couldn't I couldn't have been in better care. Honestly, they were they were great. That's great to hear. Now, did I understand correctly that you received convalescent plasma from someone who survived COVID nineteen ahead of you? Yes, I um, I haven't been in touch with the lady yet. She's from Rochester. I I've been going to. I've just I don't know. It's been, I've had, you know, so many different interviews and, and, you know, with the paper, just a lot of stuff. So I was trying to hold off for a little while and get back on my feet with the farm. And, um, but yeah, there was a lady from Rochester. I got plasma donation from, and that's what really, I guess, changed me around. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely got to reach out and, I definitely would like to talk to her and thank her for everything she did. And I guess that's what really turned me around. I guess they gave me three, three doses of it or however they do that. Yeah. Well, if I understand it correctly, it's, um, you know, a person who has survived this, their body makes antibodies. And so if they are able to give those to someone else who's infected, that will spur their body. The hope is that will spur their body to make antibodies as well. So Tell me about uh, you yep. had after you were uh, off the ventilator and, and recovering. You had some rehabilitation ahead of you too, right? Yeah, I I probably wouldn't have been on the well, like I said, twenty one days on the ventilator. At, I don't remember what day it was, the fifteenth or sixteenth day. I I broke the front mouthpiece of the ventilator. I, I was like coughing real hard and. Um, those, I mean, those ventilators, 
don't get me wrong, they're a great thing, but they're they're it's just dry air all the time, so it makes you super thirsty. I mean, and your mouth is dry, and and they're they're constantly you know trying to wet your mouth down and put stuff on your lips, and but it's just it's just super dry. So I broke the mouthpiece and I coughed real hard and it got caught in my throat, and so I one of the days I ripped the whole ventilator completely out. And so that set me back like another four or five days on the ventilator where I, I might've been off it a little bit sooner. Oh. But, um, and the doctor had told me originally, um, normally they can't get the ventilator back in after you pull it out cause everything's swelled up and, but they got the ventilator back in. So they didn't have to do a, a trach in my throat. So, That's good. um, but yeah, after that, after that, I mean, I originally got off the ventilator at 21 days and then I kind of figured, you know, I was telling the doctor, I can't wait to get out and walk around. And, you know, he's like, oh, you're, you're going to have to do some rehab first. And I was just like, well, I, I'll be able to walk. Right. And he's like, uh, I don't think so. So I did try to get out of bed and I, yeah, I, I had to relearn to walk again. I had to relearn to pretty much do everything all over again. So do you have any lingering deficits or are you back like a hundred percent? Um, when I first got home, you know, I, I was having a really hard time walking, couldn't get up the stairs. My brother was pretty, pretty much carrying me up the stairs so I could get up to bed. And it took me, I was having, um, home therapy come in. And it, I, I mean, really took me like three or four good days of therapy. And then I was walking up the stairs and now I feel really good. It took me a while to get my arm strength back. That's been, that's been my, my only problem. I'm, I would say I'm about 85% right now. I mean, my arms are really feeling really good now. I still have a little bit more to go, but other than that, I mean, I feel really good. I mean, everything, my chest feels good. My breathing's been fine. Um, they do say being on the ventilator, I believe, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but oxygen to your brain, it doesn't get as much. So it could have effects on your memory and all that. I, I don't feel I have any of that. I, as of right now, I mean, I, I pretty much remember everything except obviously being in the coma, but I really, I don't think I've lost anything. And I mean, I came right back to where I was and I knew I mean pretty much everything that I left off with so well that's very good I'm really glad that you're doing better I want to thank Travis Duffy from Canastota who is back to farming after surviving COVID-19 we appreciate you sharing your story I'm Amber Smith from Upstate's podcast and talk show HealthLink on Air